Hey, one fans, Andy here. We're going to Cisco Live, and we can't wait to see you there. If we see you wearing an A1 or Cables to Cloud shirt at Cisco Live, we'll enter you in our giveaway that includes a bunch of cool prizes like an A1 branded Yeti cup and an OCG of your choice from our friends at Cisco Press. Don't have a shirt? No problem. Head to the link in our bio and grab yours today. See you soon. This is the Art of Network Engineering podcast. In this podcast, we'll explore tools, technologies, and talented people. We aim to bring you information to expand your skill sets and toolbox and share the stories of fellow network engineers. Welcome to the Art of Network Engineering. I am AJ Murray at No Blinky Blinky. And tonight we have Dan. Howdy. How's it going, Dan? It is going good. Actually, I have a uh, I have a shout out for my boy Tim. Howdy, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> That's for Tim Burt. <laughs> nice, nice. Did he tell you to do that? Is that no? He just he tweeted me, and he uh, so I had to just give a special shout out to. Him. All right, all right. I love it. I love it. Andy, how you doing? Hi, AJ. Hi, Dan. <laughs> I'm good. Dan's killing me over here. <laughs> oh come on! I man. like when he gets close to the microphone. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I saw your recent YouTube video where uh, where you're doing some uh, shredding, man. Yeah. Wait, I haven't seen this. You oh. haven't? Oh <laughs> no. He did, he did a, a wonderful rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. Well, thank you for saying that. It wasn't that good, but I, I stand behind my my effort. And <laughs> I I knew what it was. I recognized it. I thought <laughs> it you was well. recognizable. Yeah. I'll have to check this out. No, because then you'll just a... tease me, Dan. You don't need to check it out. <laughs> just oh. pretend you didn't hear it. I don't have a musical ear, so you know if I tell you it's good, that might not mean anything. But I thought well, it was, yeah. I enjoyed it. I decided that I needed you know something fun and enjoyable instead of just working and husbanding and daddying. So I had like three guitars sitting in my attic for years. That just didn't seem right. So I'm gonna hang them up on the wall here. But yeah, that was nice. my was my effort in a little I don't want to call it like self care, but something fun I can do just to unplug with all the madness. Nice. But thank you. Are you, are you guys on vacation this week? I am. Nice. Do I, I see more relaxed? Yes, you actually. I feel so relaxed. I think the key is to not go back to work. I'm not sure how to do that, but <laughs> I'm so relaxed right now. I need my job. I love my job. Do you have a, uh, <laughs> have you planted a money tree yet? No. What's that? It's a tree that grows money. <laughs> oh. I need Mine's one. still not sprouting. Uh, <laughs> Vermont might not be the here. best, uh, you know, soil for, for that kind of yeah. <laughs> plant. It's not working for yeah. me. Yeah, Nashville isn't either, so. You're off too, Dan? I was off yesterday and today. I go in tomorrow. You seem pretty relaxed, Dan. I am relaxed. I've had a pretty good time off. It's nice. Everybody had a good holiday? Very Christmas. good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. What Beauty. about you? Yeah. It's awesome. It's very nice. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I got this this awesome threads. Ooh. I know you guys can see it, there but my go. wife got me this wonderful, very comfy hooded sweatshirt. It is Sherpa lined. It's, it's oh. like I'm wearing a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> were any animals harmed in the making up. of that garment i i don't want to know okay yeah well they but just shave like them. uh that's all. i like the sherpa i have a sherpa blanket so oh man it's, that's it's, why i was asking you about that i it looked very comfy i'm not mm. sure i've taken it off since since christmas morning nice i it wouldn't either so comfortable and it's gotten so cold up here in vermont so i am cozy af AJ, I'm not trying to steal i'm not trying to steal your gift thunder but because it's so cold up there i got my wife a heated hoodie Ooh, a heated, a that, heated hoodie. That's a thing? It's, it's amazing. 
I'll, I'll, yeah. you, like, I plug it in. Or it's got batteries. It has a battery what? pack, and it she wears. She hasn't taken it off since Christmas because she's That's always cold. Amazing. Yeah. Interesting. We are going to share that. a link to the heated hoodie in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're a cold person and you want a hoodie that generates its own heat, <laughs> check out the link. Is that a fire hazard? Or like, they like really figured that out so you don't just spontaneously combust while you're wearing hoodie? Well, we'll see. It has a lot of good reviews and none of them said I spontaneously combusted. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one stars. We'll see. <laughs> I fell asleep in it. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, speaking of, of successful winning things like a heated hoodie, um, we've had so many wins in the winning channel. Uh, so, so as we mentioned on a, on a previous episode, we, we did this run where we were recording two episodes every week leading into the holidays. And, and we kind of stopped our run just before Thanksgiving and the winning did not stop. Uh, people just kept dropping win after win after win after win. Lots of uh, successes, a few that come to mind. Um, some people won, or not won, uh, passed their CCNA. Uh, they completed their new DevNet associate exam. Um, DevNet Dan, if you guys know DevNet Dan, he, he passed his EN Auto exam, and that secured for him also his CCMP Enterprise. So congratulations to him. Um, awesome. So much winning going on. Uh, we are going to find a way to try to keep that relevant. Uh, and, you know, there's always going to be some sort of delay in, in recording and releasing the podcast. So, um, you know, maybe we'll put a section on the web page and make sure we highlight these wins and we'll try to keep up with them a little bit better going into 2021 uh, and announcing them on the podcast. Cause I think that's, uh, it's something exciting. I love to share the wins. I know people probably love to hear about their wins as well. So apologies for not staying up on that. And uh, I promise to do better next year a personal win for the group uh our podcast is just about to hit and by the time this episode releases in fact probably by tomorrow morning we will have hit thirty thousand downloads yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all because of y'all <laughs> absolutely all y'all 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 in the as in the fans <laughs> i i am i'm blown away i'm speechless I really don't know what to say other than thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, this is this is what six six months old. We started this at the end of end of July. We released our first two episodes. Our job yeah. is to now not screw this up, right? <laughs> this is ours to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think if Andy was on tonight, he would uh, not be surprised that we're at this level. Um, I am on, Dan. Or not, Andy, Aaron. Sorry. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yes. He he wouldn't be surprised, but. I'm surprised. I I never thought that this would even get to this level. <laughs> like, it's insane. Yeah, I, I guess like I had hoped that over time we would eventually hit you know thirty thousand downloads. I didn't think we were going to do it in the first six months though. Right. I did. I did yeah. not see it's, that it, coming. And be finalists in like the Cisco Best Podcast Award and like this just kind of it's grown way faster than anybody could have anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you if you look back on all the guests that we've had, like Keith Barker, like Keith Barker, episode yeah. like twenty two and twenty three, like I did not see that coming. No. Yeah. So how do we top it? I mean, we're kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean. We're well, going to have to, get Chuck I mean, Robbins, just, like, to go do? for Chuck. Yeah, yeah exactly. Chuck Robbins. <laughs> we can't we can't do him too soon though because after after we interview Chuck Robbins, I'm I'm retiring from. Just got to shut down. Because that yeah. was like <laughs> that was like one of the high, higher up goals when when I you know wanted to start this thing so if we do if we plateau too early i'm gonna have to retire earlier i wonder if he's listening you think chuck robbins listens chuck if you're listening call me 
<laughs> call me. Call I'm sure me. you can look me up in, in the database. I've Chuck, taken a I few Cisco have, exams. I don't even have AJ's number. I don't know how Chuck's going to get a hold of you. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I gave you guys my number. I thought I, I, I got your number. I, I'm sure don't everybody worry, does. AJ. We will fix that. Not here on the on the episode, though. Did you? <laughs> we'll did fix you, that uh, after we stop recording. Did you look in contacts in your flip phone or? <laughs> Get out your jitterbug. I'm sure I'm in there. God, dog. I was looking at my white pages and they didn't have Vermont. <laughs> Vermont's not in the Philadelphia phone book. So another thing we couldn't do without all the support that we get, um, you know, hitting these milestones, like the downloads and stuff like that, are the giveaways. Uh, we're, we've done some giveaways now. They've been very successful. Uh, super excited to have given away a DevNet Associate kit. We gave away the DevNet Associate um, OCG. And we bundled with that a Raspberry Pi 4. Uh, and we had close to a thousand people enter that contest. Wow. That's uh, just crazy. Yeah. Never would have thought. Yeah. It was it was very crazy. It was awesome. We, and so we gave that away um, right now. But by the time this episode is released, well, it'll be completed. But uh, for to start the new year off right, we're giving away two copies of both the CCNA OCG2 volume set by Wendell Odom. And another book, 31 Days Before Your CCNA. Uh, and, and like I said, we're doing two. And why we're doing two is really cool because Ethan Jackson, you might know him from the Discord, he came to me and he's just like, I want to donate books. I want to donate the CCNA two-volume set and 31 Days Before. And I was like, dude, I've already got the CCNA set. I was going to give that away. I'm going to match you and also get the 31 days book. And we're going to get a giveaway two sets to somebody looking to get their CCNA in 2021. And so uh, that contest is going to be wrapping up here in a couple of days. We'll give it away on Friday and announce the winner and get that shipped out just after the new year. So um, we are able to do that because you guys are buying merch. You're supporting us. Uh, you're doing donations through the discord channel. Um, and, and you're reaching out and saying, hey, I want to give stuff away. I just had somebody else reach out to me, actually, after we announced this contest and said, I want to donate some books to give away, too. So we'll have more exciting uh, contests coming out shortly after the new year. Um, I, I love it. Like, we're, we're getting money. We're getting people coming at us to, to want to give stuff away, to contribute to this. Uh, I love seeing people give back to the community. I love giving back to the community. I know you guys do. Um, sure. I, you know, again, speechless, blown away. I love to see it though. Yeah. When we started this whole thing, you know, it was all about like, Hey, what can we provide, you know, a resource wise to the community? And this is awesome that we have people in our community already coming forward and like, Hey, I want to help out this effort. Yeah. And, and then that just opens the doors right there. You know, um, like when we were able to link up with like Boson, I mean, that's just crazy. The fact that I was a part of that, it just blows my mind, but yeah. Uh, Big shout out to uh, I get that was uh, that was Aaron that talked to them right. Yep, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron big shout out to them to and they were, for that one. They they did not hesitate to uh, to jump on board with us and and give us that promo code. Yeah, that was awesome. So actually, I just got to think of something. I actually have a copy of that thirty one days before your CCNA. I will pitch it in as well. Nice. So there you go. You got three of those now. All right. I love it. Boom. I love it. All right. And then wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh wait, one oh, of wait, our own members. <laughs> one of our own members, uh, Andy. How's your your giveaway going? Yes, Mister Generosity himself. 
Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm very generous. He, thank you. Thank you. For, I wasn't going to mention it. Yeah, it was, it was, no, no, it's, it's very, definitely worth mentioning. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah. No, it's 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 great. Um. So how, how do I? I mean, I so I picked a winner. And well, I, well, hold on. Well, but for people who don't away, know, though? what do you? Yeah. Oh, what are you okay. Away? Yeah. So I have I had a stack of um, routers and switches. Um, pissing my wife off in my garage for. <laughs> the, but the, the but if I remember right, it's not just any kind of like router. It's not like a twenty-eight whatever. It's yeah, it's, it's like it's ended a nineteen forty-one or something like that or nineteen. Yeah, there's four nineteen twenty-ones. Nineteen twenty-ones, yeah. Uh, which are really sweet because they're quiet and they're low power draws. Yeah. I used to have loud, you know, home gear, but they're they're very I quiet. They run stuff. all the stuff that you need. And then I have a thirty-seven fifty switch. And AJ actually, Mister Generosity, is uh, donating two from his personal stash um, because I wanted to get four routers and three switches. And I thought I had switches, and I only had one, so I was going to buy them off eBay and ship them down. And AJ said, "Hey, man, I, I got a couple." So yeah, I think uh, tomorrow or the next day I got them in a box. They're ready to go. I just got to get over to the. Um... But yeah, we we got a winner. Um, he's a guy who's been out of work since March because of COVID. He's got a really great story, which I'll, I'll share eventually publicly. But, um, you know, he was in audio production, travel in the world uh, with bands. Everything shut down, lost his job. He got his A+. He's sitting for his Network Plus uh, in January. And he wants to go for the CCNA, but it's a little out of reach for him. So, yeah, we're, we're able to help him out there, which is which is really cool. And as a result of that, somebody else reached out to me and said, hey, I have a bunch of network gear that I can just give you to give away. So I would like to keep this going. I'd like to. Oh yeah. Uh, I'd like It'd to be give awesome. away a few home labs in 2021. Yeah, that would, that would be absolutely awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are if, you going to, are you going to like, are you going to like sign the routers? <laughs> like my name is the host name in each one of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like put a, put a config on there. <laughs> well, what, what I am doing, which is probably sign the router, change the host name and put in your ACL. Every single router. <laughs> yeah, and put a like a message of the day, and well, you can you can go take your logo and like get it put into well, the yeah, special character generator thing. Yeah, you know how I go on and on about home labs, but one of the things that's really helpful is like doing a password break, for instance. And I'm specifically leaving passwords on a couple of them, and whoever okay. receives them is going to try to get in can't, and then they're going to say, "Hey, buddy, what's up?" And I'm going to say. Password See, break. look at that. You <laughs> right, give so. him equipment and a lesson right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's he's got some OCGs going. I shipped them out yesterday okay. for the CCNA. And then does he called. have a console cable? Uh, I have. I'm including a console cable and most of the power cables. I did not include the USB to serial or whatever that thing's called. There's a converter you need for the yeah 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 USB oh, yeah. to. I actually have one, but the break sequence doesn't work. I don't know why something is broke. But anyway, yeah, it's it's. I'm really excited. It's great. Um to put something together and you know officially release it but it feels really good and, and people are reaching out because of this podcast like hey i love what you guys are doing this is awesome you know i have books i want to give away i have gear i want to give away like just the fact that this is feeding on itself and we're able to help more and more people as we progress is so gratifying that's awesome dude. It, yeah. you know i i guess i would even go so far as to add like if you're somebody listening to this podcast and you are sitting on gear that you're not using that you uh are able to give away as in it's yours or, you know, you know, the owners and can get, you know, consent to give it away. Uh, then, then contact us. Cause I would love to uh, take that gear and get it into the hands of people that need it, could use it, could learn from it. 
Um, I don't want you to ship it to me. I don't have the, the space for that. My wife would get very upset if a pallet of gear showed up on my doorstep as much as I would love that. Um, but, you know, get in touch and we'll figure out the details um, and, and try to get gear into the hands of people that need it so they can study and uh, get their certs. And, yeah, the next you know, generation get, of you know, get network a, engineers. Get another job after, after you know, losing their job to COVID or, or, you know, move up in their career. Whatever the case may be, we want to help. Uh, we want to help people, so. I worked for a company that closed the data center and they threw away millions of dollars of gear because of certain policies they had to routers, switches, servers. Mm -hmm. So there's, I mean, it's happening all the time, I believe. And, you know, it's a shame to just scrap it when it could go to the next generation of, you know, engineers trying to learn. And there's usually a cost associated with that, right? Like if you're going to scrap electronics, you pay to have that stuff hauled away and you you Mm -hmm. usually get charged by the pound and that stuff's not light. It's going to be much more helpful in the hands of somebody studying, say, the CCNA than in the trash. Yeah. So yeah. if we can be a conduit for that, that would be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for mentioning awesome. that. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I look forward to, to uh, you know, you telling the whole story on on this, you know, more information about the individual you, you gave away to. And uh, I want to see this person get their CCNA. And, and uh, so when they do, I, w- I hope that you guys like collaborate, do a video or something like that. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's sure. going to get it. He's got his yeah. A plus. He'll have his net plus in a month and he's going to have a CCNA. I mean, he's, that's part of why I, I, I picked him because he's, yeah. he's driven. He's like, dude, nice. I, I need this. He's, he's going after it. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Should get him on the show too. Cause I, you know, love to have him tell a story. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. So some, uh, some recent events, also very life-changing events, worth noting, uh, worth, definitely worth talking about. Uh, Christmas morning, uh, well, it'll be close to a month, month ago now at this point by the time we aired this episode, but Christmas morning, uh, an RV loaded with some homemade bombs and a very troubled individual exploded in downtown Nashville and uh, took out a large portion of AT&T's network. And uh, Dan certainly felt the effects of that. And uh, Dan, I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit more on the impact that that had uh, where you are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, I think that happened around 6.30 a.m. on Christmas morning. And I think services started going out around 11. It might have been about 10.30. I'm not sure. But so like where I work, our phone systems went down and we have we have three different ISPs and AT&T is one of them. But uh so we were still good on internet and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, the phone systems definitely took a hit and it hit from what I'm hearing, it has hit all the way down into Alabama, all the way up into Kentucky, hit over all the way down into Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so it definitely affected a lot of people. You're talking about a major outage. Um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure if it was a, uh, a, um, what's it called? A, uh, cent- uh, central office, but I th- I think that's what the building was that the bomber hit. Um, but yeah, it it's crazy. It, it it affected a lot of people, and you know, kudos to AT and T. They they had uh, pretty much everything back up by Monday morning. Uh, I I think like ninety percent of their services were back online and and working. I know our our stuff was so. Uh, yeah, it just. It, talk about a, a DR plan right there. Uh, I don't think you think about bombs going off in, <laughs> at one of your offices. Um, so, I mean, kudos to them. That's all I got to say. Just something that devastating and surprising happening and them able to, you know, bounce back. I know there was probably plenty of engineers out there that are, you know, trying to figure out whatever was going on, fell that traffic over to some other location. 
I think they said something about they had like remote pods or something like that. I might be saying that wrong, but uh, they mentioned something like that. Uh, so I'm sure, you know, there's plenty of engineers and technicians out there trying to get all that straightened out. Uh, all I got to say is good job to those people. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I heard early on in the incident that, um, you know, AT&T wanted to respond and get people into the building and, you know, start making network changes or whatever to, to divert the traffic away from the area. But it's it's a crime scene. And you know, rightfully yeah. slow, law, law enforcement couldn't let those people in to do their job. Yeah, I think FBI and TBI they uh, they weren't allowing them back in. If I and I'm I'm getting everything I've heard from the news and on the internet, so I'm not a <laughs> I'm not saying this is in stone how it happened, but yeah, it definitely sounded like uh, the FBI wouldn't let them back in, so they had to kind of like let the services go. Uh, I th- I think the reason why you know, uh, we didn't start losing services until like 1030 or 11 was because something about like they had to turn the gas off and turn the power off and stuff uh, like that yeah. so that they could like, I, I guess, get firefighters and stuff like that in the building to, you know, I guess map it out or make sure it was safe to for entry. Um, so I think that's why they technically started losing services. It might not have been from the bomb itself. Uh, so now I, I could be wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that, like I said, it's not set in stone what I'm saying here, but that's what I've heard. And, uh, yeah. but any, any way you look at it, I mean, when you have something that catastrophic happen, uh, just to me, that's amazing that they had everything back up and running in like two or three days. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a so, huge feat. Big shout out to AT&T. Yeah. Kudos to all those, you know, it goes without saying like the first responders. Oh, you know, they're all heroes, but like it, I, I knew a guy I worked with at the knock. He was in Manhattan on 9-11 and he worked for one of the big financials which basically disappeared and I know like they just all went directly like they had to get back up for like the global markets so they went and I think spent I don't know how long it took them but they just they went into another building and they built a new data center and you know worked on getting that connectivity back up not so much you know for the bottom line of their company but like hey we're I forget which of the big brokerage houses it was but like we have to get this up for the markets you know so yeah those guys down there and you know, who knows if it was even a safe area they were working in. Like, I don't know if I personally wouldn't want to walk into an area that, you know, just had an explosion like that. So just kudos to all those people who walked in and did what had to be done. To, you know, like you had mentioned 911, Dan, like earlier when we were talking. I mean, oh, yeah. you got to get 911 yeah. back up. I mean, that's a critical infrastructure. Yeah, I forgot thing. to mention that 911 was wiped out in our area. Like we had to use an alternative number, you know, and so people were trying to share by social media what that number was because – and and also they were uh, texting and calling our our cell phones saying, "Hey, you can't use nine one one. You need to use this number." Basically, uh, so it was just a. But but then you think about it, like my parents, they have AT and T. They weren't getting calls or texts, mm. and the only reason they had uh, internet on their phones was because they were at their house and they were on their wireless, right? So it it was just it was a major it was a major thing, and uh, it's it's definitely scary. But. Crazy. Um- you know, I, I'll put this out there. If if anybody familiar with the situation, you know, network engineer involved in the response can come forward and discuss certain details, uh, it, it would be cool to, to have that conversation. Um, but again, yeah. like that's uh, obviously we don't want to violate any sort of uh, communications, NDAs, whatever. Uh, so only with explicit permission from, from those that you need it from, it, it would be cool to, to hear some inside experience uh on on the response to that yeah like how it affected your family i mean you had to you know stop what you were doing for christmas there and respond to this situation 
and that's kind of how the IT world goes, right? Uh, right. I mean, that's that's the field we work in. Yeah. Geez, you know, I, I didn't even think about that. I mean, on on top of the incident itself, here it is Christmas morning, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mid-morning. Or I, actually, the bond, it went off like early in the morning, right? So you're probably just getting yeah. out of bed with the kids, doing the presents thing. And Imagine sitting there opening presents with your kids and the phone rings like, yep, you got to go in. to work. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, but they yeah. did huge, it. huge thank you to yeah, thank everybody you. involved in, in that. Yeah. Is that, that that hits pretty close to home, you know, obviously, you know, network engineers, that's what we do. That's what we got to do. That's our job. Mm-hmm. Incredible. For sure. Well, so um, moving on, last week, in our, in our episode last week, we talked about goals for the coming year and we set some goals. Uh, and some of them uh, are pretty ambitious. Uh, we, we put out a tweet recently on, you know, what are your goals for next year? And we've had a, just a ton of people chiming in and some people have some extremely <laughs> ambitious uh, goals for the coming year. Uh, so what I'd like to do is, for the three of us, recap what we're doing or what we would like to accomplish this coming year in 2021 briefly. And then uh, how do we stay on task? How do we track our progress on these goals? How do we make sure we're picking away at, at all these things that we want to get done throughout the course of the year? So, uh, Annie, do you mind if I kick it over to you first and uh, yeah. have us refresh our memories on what you're doing for this coming year? You're right. So my goals for 2021, um, finish my CCMP. Uh, so I have to pass Encore as a first step. Um, the way I'm doing that to, to, to speak to what you're asking is, you know, how do you do that? How do you stay organized? How do you stay on task is pretty much what came from the Keith Barker episode. Um, is, you know, from his accountability and a trick that you gave me, AJ, was just I'm committing to 20 minutes a night, five nights a week. So at nighttime, when everybody goes to bed, you know, I, I give it 20 minutes, which usually turns into an hour, an hour and a half. So that's how I'm tackling Encore. Um, I used to take a ton of notes and I don't really feel that they serve me if, if, if there's any indication by the amount of failures that I had. Um, so some of the things I've learned with the podcast, um, I'm really relying more heavily on flashcards now. Um, space repetition, interleaving, just as I'm going through the material, if I don't know something, I make a flashcard on it because I've spent a ton of time writing encyclopedias of OneNotes and I probably only glanced at them before an exam because there's so much, like I'm just reading the book again. So that's, that's a tactical thing I've done, um, to change it. Um, today I actually tackled, um, I started my AWS journey, my cloud journey. I'm getting pushed heavily in the cloud at work and I got to get up to speed. So, um, I started an AWS course today, uh, that was recommended by my buddy who's um, an AWS employee who creates content. And he said, this guy stuff is the best out there. This is what you want. So I started that today and I'm going to do that during the days. Um, that That's kind of how I'm, you know, previous to all this conversation and podcasts and everything I've learned, I used to operate that I need to do one thing at a time and I need to finish my CCMP before I do anything else. Because if I don't, I'll never finish it. Um, but now there's all this science that's being pointed out to me that you know, uh, interleaving. And it's actually helpful to remember stuff if you do jump around to different topics. So I, I could be doing myself a disservice by just doing my CCMP. Um, you know, if I understand what's been you know told to me, but it seems like jumping between cloud and CCMP may actually help me remember both. So time will tell, but um, I'm going to do AWS during the day. My plan is to watch the videos while I'm working out on my elliptical because I'm going to do that five days a week. Um, so AWS during the day when I work out, CCMP at night. Um, and I got a bunch of other stuff too. After AWS, I have to do Azure. 
Um, and then I got to do Junos and then I'm supposed to do automation. I think that's way too much to bite off in a year. Um, that's what work, you know, is not in an AJ year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but that, but that's the funny thing, Dan, I see how much AJ has accomplished and, I even spoke to my manager, AJ, about something you mentioned before, about how you do have dedicated time at work to study. And that's a part of the conversation I'm having with my managers. And I come to find out he's already having those discussions prior to talking to me about how can we carve some time for our team? Because, nice. yeah, because we're inundated by all these new technologies all at once. Mm-hmm. And yeah, part of the job is doing it on your own and your spare time. But when there's so much at one time, how much can I do in an hour a night? Like- you know what I mean? I, I can get much more accomplished if I can carve out some time during the day. So, you know, that may be my Juno slash automation efforts. Because really with CCMP and cloud, I think that pretty much fills up any spare time I have in my personal life. It would have to be carved out time during my workday, I think, to jump into my other things, which would be, you know, Junos and automation. But I don't know if that made any sense, but that's kind of where I'm at and how I'm trying to tackle it. Flashcards over OneNote and CCMP at night, AWS during the day. Um, it's kind of where I'm at with it. So, so you brought it up and I, I just want to go back and talk about it. So the things that you're talking about, you know, spaced repetition, interleaving, you know, using the flashcards and stuff like that. Um, we, we've talked about that before in the podcast. It came out of this book that Aaron recommended to the team called make it stick. And I've recently finished reading that book. And, uh, if you don't have that book, I cannot recommend enough that you go get it and read it. Um, Aaron has alluded to a lot of the, uh, great things that come out of it. He's espoused very often, you know, the benefits and, you know, make it stick is about how do we learn? And, you know, Aaron's, Aaron's mentioned it before, you know, everybody has a, you know, feels like they have a preference. Well, you know, guess what? We're all humans. Uh, and there's just certain ways that our neural pathways work. And, uh, basically, you know, you learn something and the more you try to recall that thing that you learned on your own without assistance, uh, it's like a path. It's like, and it's literally like like a footpath through the dirt, right? Like the more that you walk on that path, the more the path shows up and is there, and then it's easier to find the path the next time around. So mm. the more that you can recall on your own without any assistance what it was that you just learned, the the stronger that neural pathway becomes. And so mm. uh, that's what things like spaced repetition does. You learn something. And you you don't look at it for a few days, and then you try to go back and and try to remember it. Use the flashcards, but use the flashcards properly, right? Like you have a flashcard, don't flip it over, just don't flip it over until you can recall what it was that you learned or what that information was in that flashcard. And the, it seems the like harder, it's the effort, right, of trying to pull it from memory is what helps. Absolutely, those no, the harder you're yeah. working to recall it from memory the stronger and the firmer that that neural pathway is going to be. And the trick is it's counterintuitive to how we naturally behave, right? (laughs) Totally, yeah. I mean, we want it to be easy. Like, oh, yeah, like Aaron had said, like, you click it. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Well, no, you didn't. That's why you clicked it before answering it. But that's just, that's what you're fighting against is, you know, not, you don't want it to be hard, right? At least I don't. But the harder you make those questions and the more effort you put into trying to pull that out of your brain before flipping that card is... So yeah, that's, that's a hack I'm trying. I mean, we'll yeah. see now. If all this stuff works, I'm going to be winning in 2021 and you're going to be <laughs> announcing my name every other you know, episode. Andy, it we'll works. See. It works. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I have not, I, I've been using bits and pieces of this all summer long. You know, that's how I got five Juniper certifications. That's how I passed my CCMP. Mm. That's, how I, that's how I've done all the things that I've done because I've changed the way that I study. 
you were using some of those that I've techniques learned from from you guys from okay. you know from what Aaron has espoused like yeah. the the flashcards have, have been a game changer for me doing the practice exams has been a game changer for me you know that's right. that that's the big thing and and then um spaced repetition you know like learning something learning something new going back to a previous topic i learned and reviewing it in in doing the practices again practice exam questions right like um if you if you learn something if you dedicate a whole bunch of time to just one topic and then you move on to the next and then you move on to the next but you never go back to that thing that you learned before you're not going to remember it you have to revisit it ever right. so often and make sure that you keep it fresh in your head and the flashcards so, make that easy right because when you're looking at an 800 page ocg how do you know what to go to yeah but the flashcards well, and isn't there like logic in it where it goes to things you don't know and it skips things that are easier and it yeah right so, with, with the enki flashcards it, it you know based on how well you're doing like when you when you flip an enki flashcard you you say like was this hard for me was it easy for me and if it's easy for you then it won't show it to you for you know a couple of days and then if the next time it shows it to you it was still easy then it won't show it to you for like a month mm-hmm. but that's <clears> helpful because <throat> it keeps pushing the difficult stuff back in your face that's right yep. it keeps making you work on it and I, you reminded me i never looked at the dickas and i never used the end of chapter exams which is insane yeah but that's the first thing i'm doing now and i'm making flashcards using them if i don't know the dick or i don't know the end of chapter exams in the ocg that's the first thing i do before i read the chapter which well, so far has been helpful I, I don't want to get into it a whole lot because um, I, I think we could dedicate an entire episode to to that book. Um, and well, fact, I just bought I think, it, by the way. I so it's coming. <laughs> January 3rd, I'll have Make It Stick. So here we go. Cool. Right. Awesome. Let's see if you apply. I, I look forward to it. Yeah. it it's like the new <laughs> right. assignment. Everybody here has got to read it and we're going to talk about it. And uh, If I read that a, book and do all this stuff and I keep failing exams. You won't, dude. You <laughs> I'm won't. finding a different career you. path. <laughs> I'm telling you, you won't. It's science. It works. It works. <laughs> all right. It's science, though. Yeah, science. Uh, thank you, Andy. Uh, Dan, what's uh, what's on your to do list this year? All right, I think the two things that I mentioned in the last episode was I finally want to get this CCMP knocked out and just get it out of the way. Um, so I think the path I'm going to do is Encore and then the salad. Uh, I kind of want to go down the design path. That's kind of something I've always Good wanted choice. to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm doing uh, the same thing, I, Dan. Say what now? I'm doing the same thing. Oh, you're going to do the same thing. Yeah, there you go. Good deal. So, yeah, I kind of want to do the the encore and the salad. And then I think for material stuff, I'm going to use. Oh, so finally we got CBT and INE at work now. So I'm going to use those two. And then uh, how do you say it? Anki or Anki? Anki. Anki. Okay. I say Um, Ankai. (laughs) Ankai, yeah. That's Uh, how we say it in Philly. (laughs) That John. (laughs) Flashcard John. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, I, I definitely going to use that. I've seen so much benefit in using that in the past just for other stuff, too. Um, it, it, it is they have a they have some kind of algorithm that I don't know. It's the secret sauce of their of why that that system works so well for me. But uh, I also learn and this is just a tip for if there's any people that are out there like me and love lying to yourself. Uh, you have to be honest with yourself with the Anki uh, yes. system, because if you if you if you don't be honest with yourself, it's not going to work. Right. You have to be honest with yourself. So if you if you couldn't define what, you know, what a VLAN was, don't 
sit there and say, I know what it is. You have to sit there and say, no, that was hard and let it, let it do its thing. Cause it's, it's a tool that's going to help you in the end. So be mm-hmm. honest with yourself. It, you don't have to prove anybody else wrong or anything like that. You just go through it. If you, if you screwed it up, just put it, hit the little red, the red one that said, no, nope, that was hard. And, uh, I promise you it'll, it'll keep, it'll keep flipping it in front of you and it will work. It's magic. So I highly recommend that tool. Um, but again, don't, don't just flip the card and read the answer. Really try to recall the answer from memory. Yeah. And if, if yeah. you're having a hard time, then go, go reread this section in the book. Don't flip the card until you go find the answer. But then the next time you encounter that card, don't flip that card until you recall it from memory. Yeah, I agreed, hundred percent. Um, and then and then the OCG. So the the that's probably going to be my materials. And then whenever I'm feel like I'm getting closer to being ready, I will probably purchase Boson and do a uh, practice test on. What do you get? Do you get three of those three practice tests out of that or in the Boson? Yeah, in the Boson, is it three? Uh, or is yeah, it there's like... there's three full exams worth of questions. So uh, over three hundred questions, and then. Um, you you can take exam A, exam B, exam C, or you can just have it mix it up so you're not seeing the same questions every time you take it. Okay. And, w- and yeah. what I like about the boson, I, I used it for my encore, is you can go into the settings and you can say only show me questions that I haven't gotten correct three times in a row, four times in a row, and then that that will force the boson exam engine to keep feeding you questions you either haven't seen yet or that you keep getting wrong. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So I'll probably do that whenever I start feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. So, and then, I, you uh, know what, Dan, I, w- I would encourage you to do that throughout the course because y- you can, you can set the boson to, to say like, you know, just, just show me this section or you can type in a keyword like HSRP or FHRP or something. You can type in keywords and say, only show me questions that have this keyword in it. You know, okay. I, bef- before you start studying, take a full exam, just sit down, go through the whole exam, see what you know, see what you don't know. And, questioning yourself before you start your studies will set your brain up for this is the stuff I'm about to learn. And so when uh, you're learning it, you'll, you'll capture it a little bit, a little bit better. So basically you're saying, try to try to treat the, the boson as a, like the, the dicta, right? Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. Cause I, I, I used to do that. I used to wait until after I read the chapter and then I do the dicta no, no. and now yeah. I do the dicta before and I feel like Absolutely. when I'm in the middle of reading it, I'm like, oh, that's what that answer to that question was. Right. You know, exactly. And then, and then exactly. it clicks and that's, up here. That's a huge part of the process for the Make It Stick book. Like question, okay. do the questions before you read anything, before you learn. Create your own questions too. You know, like look at the questions that you, you know, the dickas and stuff like that. And then come up with a few of your own. Like look at the topic and say, okay, well, you know, what, what do I think I'm about to learn here? What questions do I have? Uh, and then answer answer your own questions, answer the dickas uh, as you go along, um, and, and then just keep doing those questions over again. You know, like skip skip a week, move on to another topic, and then at the beginning of the next week, just spend a half hour and review the dickas for the stuff you learned over a week ago. And gotcha. it's, it's kind of like doing this like hopscotch thing, like throughout the course. Like start off, go to a topic. The week after that, review what you learned a few weeks ago. And then start a new topic, and then next week review what you learned. You know, so you, you just gotta keep interleaving it in there and make sure that you review. Like what I do is, is I will do practice exams. You know, I'll do a full practice exam before I start, and then as I go, I do a practice exam on what I just read or learned, and then I will add on to that. Like I'll do a larger practice exam containing the topics that I've already learned, and I then for you. a week I'll remove one out so I don't see it for a little bit. 
and then I'll add it back in after that. Okay. All right. You just hit me with something I haven't considered. I have Boson for Encore and I haven't opened it. Oh, God. And, yeah. and, and I'm like it. six chapters into the OCG because I was going to wait until the end. Yeah. But I guess I can use that as well. I didn't want to go in there and get this heart. You know what I mean? I know it's going to kick my butt, but I didn't realize you could do it by sections. Like, can oh, I just yeah. do certain sections? You, that would be helpful. You can do, you can't do like, like if you look at the blueprint, you can't do like individual, like you can't do 1.1, 1.2, 1.3. You can do right. section one and you can do yeah, section yeah. two. And right. then, like, like I said, you can do the keyword search. So if you just want to look at, you know, questions on Lisp, you can type in Lisp and it will fire back any of the just questions hit you on with Lisp that, or that, automation. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, incorporate that. Yeah. And, and I, might, then, I, might, I might reverse that then. I might, I might get that the boson and uh, yeah, take that test and fail it miserably it, and <laughs> eat some well, that's coconut the thing. Like, cake That's or how you measure your then, progress, right? Like, you know you're going to fail miserably. Yeah. So don't, don't get all bent out of shape of it when you do because you haven't started learning yet. Right. But it's see see what you know, get a baseline. And then as you're going through, keep taking those practice exams over again and see your performance. Like, oh, hey, I'm getting better in this topic. Or, oh, uh, I'm not doing so well in this topic. Like, then you know where you need to focus. You know what you need to study more. Like, it's, it's a tool. And it's not just a tool to prepare you right before you go take the exam. It's something that you should use throughout the entire course of it. And then mm-hmm. you add in stuff like flashcards. Like, while you're, while you're doing the pra- practice exams, you get a question that's got, you know, five possible answers, multiple choice question, make flashcards out of the correct answer and all the other possible answers, mm, right? Because you're, you're okay. those are all the possible different technologies that you need to know for this exam. And so if you just know all of them, no matter how they ask you that question on the actual exam, you're going to know the answer. I see what you're saying. That's, that's pretty good thinking there. You know what it, I love dude, about I'm telling the, you, it's work. You know what I love about Anki is I sat in the basement with my kids today and spent 20 minutes shuffling through um, Instagram pictures. And after I thought, dang, <laughs> I should have just been looking at my flashcards because I've yeah. you guys have talked about that on the podcast. Like just instead of scrolling through nonsense, yeah. just do your flashcards. And I didn't, but it was kind of a wake up call. Like, oh yeah, right. I'm supposed to be doing that. I, I used to do that stuff all the time. I used to be on Instagram and Facebook and it was just scrolling. Just scrolling. Yeah. Nothing. Just productive. mindless like, scrolling. I, I post yep. on Twitter. I, you know, and then I, I post on the Art of Network Engineering account. I post on my account, you know. Because I, I like the community reaction you get on Twitter. There's definitely more of that going on. There's none of that really going on on Instagram or anywhere else. Um, yeah. When I when I work, when I travel and install gear, I love taking like really cool pictures of gear. But I haven't done that a whole lot this past year. So mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I haven't been posting a whole lot to my Instagram account. Um, but yeah, I've definitely replaced a lot of that time spent um, scrolling my phone on social media with flashcards. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It seems so obvious now using... XM as just a supplement to the Dickas and the do I know you know and the and the chapter exams, but in my head they were totally separate things, and I can't touch XM until the end. Which oh, is no. nonsense. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was right there on the same brain uh, right. brain uh, wavelength as you were. I used to have so. the same approach. Like I would start to do a practice exam, and I would get really frustrated because I was getting questions wrong, and then I would just close it. Right. Yeah. Um. But now it like I've I've used the questions so much. Like when I was doing the Juniper stuff this past summer, like. I was using the Juno's Genius questions constantly. And that, that was really helping drive this information. And it wasn't memorizing. It was like looking at the question and then reviewing all of the answers. I know what that is. I don't know what that is. I'm going to write that down and I'm going to go learn what that is. Uh, you know, um, it's, it's not, you know, because you can definitely fall into a trap where you're doing practice exams over and over again. Uh, and you're, you're memorizing the answers, right? Like, because you've seen these same questions. But yeah. If you can go through the exam and 
tell yourself, this is the correct answer because of this. And these are the wrong answers because that's the wrong technology. That's not related or whatever the case may be, right? Like if you can explain to yourself all of these things, uh, then, then you're going to be in really good shape for the exam. How is it that I got through 12 years of private school <laughs> and I got my bachelor's degree and I never knew about space repetition or interleaving? Like, Dude, I am right there with you. Why Dude, isn't this There's stuff a lot of stuff in school that they, they drop the ball on. I mean, I'm like, they, and I've been doing it wrong thing, my like, whole life. Like, it's you're, crazy. You're going to read this book and, and they're going to tell you, like, here's, here's what you normally wanted to do. Like, you normally want to reread. You normally want to highlight. You normally want to do this. Well, that's that. how they taught like, us. That's what here, they told here's us. Here's what you need to do. I didn't make it up. Like they told us to do that, like write yeah. and highlight and, you know, yeah. when I was, when I was told highlight, highlighting was a waste. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> That's all I got, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, what's nice too about, I'm not, you would think Anki's a sponsor. They're not, but another th- reason I love it is like you said, when you're taking that practice exam and you're getting your butt kicked, there's a benefit to it because now I can put it in a flashcard and I know that mm-hmm. that's something I can work on and get better at where otherwise yeah. it's just like, God, I don't know this stuff. I'm overwhelmed. This is too much. I'm, I'm going to go, you know, have ice cream. <laughs> so, <laughs> Anki makes me feel empowered because I know that that's going to help me get the stuff that I don't know into my brain, yeah. which is really helpful because highlighting and rereading and writing encyclopedia of notes wasn't working. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's and you know, for the Android users out there, Anki's free. Um, I think iOS. You have to. Thanks for, for rubbing it, right? that in my face, Dan. Um, you know, <laughs> it's what, twenty-five though, bucks, uh, but it's worth it on iOS. Yeah, yeah. So, so the the Anki, yeah, that's right, Andy. So, so the Anki app for iOS is twenty-five dollars. Worth it, hundred percent worth it, my friend. I happily paid it, but yeah, Android's free, um, which is sweet. But uh, Chris from the Discord, our our favorite butcher turned network engineer, um, has found an alternate app, and I will I will go to him and again ask what that is, and I'll put it in the show notes because he found an app that is. Uh, able to connect to Anki and work. It's not the official Anki app, but it works with Anki uh, mm. and it's free. So I will get that information, stick it in the show notes so that way people have options for their Anki access on their mobile device. Yeah, and just a quick thing too for anybody who is new to this and they don't know what this is. Now we did talk about it on a, on a previous episode, but um, just for anybody who hasn't heard that episode yet, you can also get uh, Anki, Anki, I, I'm screwing the name up. Anki on uh, as a desktop version, right? Yeah. So you can you can create your 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 decks. They they use things called like a card deck. Um, and so you can create the deck on your computer. So I for for me that's huge because I hate typing on the phone. Same. And so if I can type it out all on the uh, on the uh, keyboard here, that's a win in my book. Um, but then you then you can um sync your decks between your devices your different devices and so that sync uh, is really sweet and you know what else is yeah. nice dan you can copy and paste so like if you're in the ditka wait what well you can <laughs> you can copy and paste right from like the ditka material in the ebook right into anki which will sync which is pretty sweet because i don't like taping on a keyboard either <laughs> yeah but that's that's really nice and then like i was away and i didn't have my computer with me but i could create cards mm-hmm. you know it stunk and it was annoying, but that synced too to my desktop. So it's it's a great platform. Yeah. If you're listening, Anki Creator, <laughs> come come Hit talk up. to us. Yeah, <laughs> we're. I feel like we're the Anki shills here, but it's 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 amazing like and it's back. An it's backed by science and it's working and you know. Yeah, I'm gonna catch you, AJ. You're going down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. 
Yeah, and so the other thing I uh, was mentioning was my uh, my weight. I'm I've I've gained a few pounds this past year, and I need to lose a few pounds this next year. And I think so. The way I'm going to do that is try to do meal prepping as much as I can, so that way I have a set amount of food that I'm going to eat. Right, rather than I don't know if anybody else is guilty of this, but I'm I'm one of those where it's like. Oh, okay. There's six cookies. I'm going to go ahead and eat four and five. And then I'll probably have that sixth one too. You know, I'm real bad about that. So, Dan, uh, I eat the cookies and then I go into the fridge for the raw cookie dough. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's how uh, bad I got it. So I think the way I'm going to help me, uh, like mentally is if I, if I know that I can only eat what's in this container, you know, that's, that's going to be my, uh, We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I, I'm going to play this by ear and see. see well, portion control is huge, right? Yeah, if you just eat what's in there and you know you've prepared a, a healthy meal, because like if you're, yeah. what do they say? Like, halt. If you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, you're going to make a poor food choice and just stuff your face. I know I have, and when I'm, I'm tired, always one of those. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, like, 50 percent of the time we get off of this podcast, it's late, and I mm-hmm. go and eat something I shouldn't at you know 11:30, 12 o'clock at night. It's just you know that that's not helping. Another hack I found, Dan, which if I'm exercising, I find that like if I'm exercising a couple of days a week and then I go to make a poor food choice, like why am I going to do that? Why was I yeah. on the elliptical for 45 minutes today busting my butt if I'm just going to totally counteract that? So that's been another hack for me. If I'm not exercising, I make much worse choices with food than, you know, it's like AJ mentioned, it's like a lifestyle, I guess, like not so much a diet, but I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat healthier. And mm-hmm. why would yeah. I eat like crap if I'm exercising? Why bother exercising if I'm just going to eat like crap? It doesn't, you know, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, that, that, that's the, that's what worked for me, right? Like I, I was doing, try, trying to change the whole lifestyle, not just what I eat. Like it's, it's if you really want to make an impact on, on your weight, you got you to change the whole thing. And so when I was going to the gym regularly, I, I had the same mindset that Andy did. Like, why would I want to go home and eat this junk food? Like I just did all that work and I'm just going to like completely demolish it if I have, you know, four slices of pizza right now. Yeah. Like yeah. why did you bother? Yeah. Why did you get up and bust your butt and sweat? And yeah. it, it really does create another thought process of, you know, why, why would I do that? But if I'm not working out, eh, what's the difference? That's another pizza, thing is like, I've got to kind of come up with a plan on exercise. So, uh, at the beginning of 2020, I was doing really well on walking. Like, I mean, I was probably walking about three miles a day. I'd walk at lunch. And then after I got off work and, um, I, I don't know, I just kind of dropped the ball on that and I'm going to have to get that going back again. Uh, so I'm hoping between meal prepping and, you know, making, obviously making better decisions on what to eat. Um, and then also I would like to start walking every day again and, Hopefully, I don't know how successful this will be, but maybe eventually start dabbling and in getting into a gym. Uh, I just don't know. I'm I'm not a big gym guy, so <laughs> you look like the kind of guy that just wants to go out back and chop some wood, Dan. I yeah, think that's exactly. Your gym, right? I mean, it, <laughs> hey, if anybody is in the area and you've got a bunch of trees down, like let me know. I, <laughs> Call I Dan. Got an axe, so. And here's a hack, Dan. I learned today because I was trying to figure out how in God's name I'm going to pursue another cert when. CCMP has been kicking my butt as long as it has some science called habit stacking. So like you used to walk and you don't, and I was going to ask you, why do you think you stop? But it probably doesn't matter because with habit stacking, what I, what they were saying today was find something you do already. Like Mm -hmm. if it's drink a cup of coffee in the morning, something that's already a habit after you drink that cup of coffee, go for your walk. 
Like okay. build on an existing habit and say, okay, well, I do that every day anyway. So let me go do this other thing and commit to five minutes like AJ's hack. Like, all right, I'm going to go walk for 10 minutes after this cup of coffee. And maybe the morning isn't the right time for you, but there's a thing about habit stacking and how to create new habits is to kind of latch them onto an existing one that's already there because that's you. easier than, so that's what I'm trying. And that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm going to study when I'm exercising on my elliptical for a cloud because otherwise I don't know when I'm going to do it. Yeah. So exercise was already there. That was my existing habit. Let me attach, you know, cloud study and see if, if that is a way I can stack it. So I don't know. Time will tell if it works for me, but it's more science yeah. stuff. Hit me with the science. I want it hey. all. <laughs> we like science. It's proven. It works. So AJ. What are you doing, AJ? Do we hit yeah. you? What about you? Uh, I I waffled for quite a bit. And, and uh, I don't think I actually drew conclusions at the end of our episode last week. So um, I have at this point now settled on uh, for this coming year. I want to do uh, professionally. I want to do the CCNP data center. Okay. And I want to do the DevNet professional. Okay. Um, and I can Dang, do that. Two, two professional certs in a year? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I can do it by just doing three exams. So I can do the, the data center core uh, and the DC automation exam. And Why data count. center? Automation uh, makes sense to me for you. Why data center? So um, I love data center. I do yeah. a fair amount with Nexus for work. Okay. There's obviously some other pieces to the, to the data center exam that um, I don't touch regularly. I mean, I, I rack servers. I work with UCS servers, but not, not to the degree that you need to know them for uh, the, the data center core exam. Um, so there's, there's definitely going to be some challenge in there, right? Like, um, I want to get another CCNP and, and after looking at all of them and based on what I work on, I think data center makes the most sense. Right. Okay. Um, and then, you know, so I'll have, you know, the, the DC core, the DC auto, and then the DevNet core, and that will get me the three or the, the two professional level certs with those so, three exams. So are you saying that because you get the DC auto, does that count towards the DevNet stuff? Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, because it's an automation exam, it'll count both for the CCMP data center. And How do you figure all this stuff out? So it's like a, you it's come a, up with this, like, is it just, it that's is amazing. That's so smart. Like, well, it, if you look at, if you look at all the exams, right? Like they, they have like enterprise security, data center collab, you know, whatever. Um, and each one of those has an automation exam. There's EN Auto, there's SEC Auto, there's DC Auto, there's Collab Auto. Hmm. All of those exams are also in the DevNet track. Hmm. So if you look at the DevNet Professional, there's EN Auto, DC Auto, Collab Auto, Security Auto. And then there's actually like a couple different DevOps ones that don't appear anywhere else. So um, you're going to get DevNet Professional. And what exams do you need for that? You need you need just like the other professional level exams. You have a core exam that you need to take, and then you have a specialization. But does DC that, core count for the, DevNet professional? The the DC auto, DC data center auto automation. Does. Yeah. And what's the second? Do you have to take two exams for DevNet? Yeah, there's there's DC core or uh, I'm sorry, DevNet core, DevNet Dev core, core and then okay. the DC auto exam will count as my specialization, which will also count for the data center uh, professional exam. He's taking he's taking one specialized exam and two core exams. Counts for two. Okay. Yep. So you're gonna take three exams and you get two professional yep. certs with that. That's yep. nice. That's a that's a cert hack right there. I know you can do it because <laughs> you've been killing it in twenty twenty. So I, I mean resources wise, uh when it comes to DC auto, it's pretty scarce. So that's gonna be a lot of hunting, which which I think will be a welcome challenge, right? Because up to this point, everything that I've tackled, there's been tons of videos, tons of this, tons of that on it. 
uh, DC Auto, I have yet to find like a video course or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. I have found content for the DC Core exam. Um, I, I know that um, CBT Nuggets recently released the DevNet Core course, so I'm looking forward to watching that. But with the, the way I plan to attack it is I'm going to hit DC Core early on in the first quarter, then do the DC Auto, and then save the back half of the year for um, the, the DevNet Core. Because I think that's that's going to take the most amount of time, and I'm I'm trying like I've already kind of looked ahead at like what's in that blueprint, and I'm trying to make sure that I'm starting to focus on all of those things now. So you know, going back to the interleaving outside of like the certification stuff, like I want to get better with Python. Like I can do some stuff with Python now, but it's mostly scripting, like easy, stupid, silly scripts I can do. I can take something I found off of you know GitHub or whatever, and I can modify it ever so slightly to do my will. Um, but I want to get better with it. I want to. I want to do a lot more coding. So um, I've been doing a lot of uh, Python practice, watching some video courses. I picked up some network automation stuff off Udemy recently. I've got a stack of books I want to get through. Um, and so in between studying for, you know, the the data center core, I'm also playing with Python. Yeah. So now, like, what what's kind of your goal? Like, are are you going to obviously focus on the like the the data center professional level and the uh, DevNet professional level, but how are you going to tackle like doing the Python in between? Are you going to take like a certain section and just like work on that section over the span of however long uh, between, you know, study nights and stuff? Or are you trying to like, you know, you'll do a certain couple sections of your professional level and then knock out a bunch of the Python or like how, how are you, like what's your plan on that? I'm, I'm kind of curious because I, I've always kind of been scared to, uh, I don't know if the word scared is really what I want to say, but I, I've always been uh, not so a good feeling about trying to try something else while I'm in the middle of learning something over here. So I just kind of, I'm curious about like how you're going to do that. Cause I might, I might try to use this at some point. I don't know. So, so after reading the book, interleaving topics is definitely something that helps you remember stuff. And I've noticed that just in the short time that I've started to implement it, which is in the last two weeks. So, um, okay. I will, when, when I have free time, when I have time to myself, well, first of all, what I've done is I've taken all this stuff and I've written it out. I have, a task app that I use uh, on my smartphone and I've Which listed one? everything, like all the books I want to read, all the stuff I want to do that's in there because I used to suffer from like uh, just too much, too much to do. And, and no, nothing was like focused, like, Oh, I want to work on my blog. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. and so now I have this, this kind of prioritized list of things that I want to attack. And so when I find myself with some free time and I sitting, sitting down at my laptop, I'm like, Holy crap, what do I do? And, and I, I end up, doing nothing because I just sit there and stress over like all these mm-hmm. different things that I have to do. Uh, this sounds very really... familiar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so, what so app now are you like, using what's that? What are you using? What app are you using to organize your, is it a song? Um, no, it's okay. not. Uh, it's just a task app. Okay. Task driven app called Todoist. Okay. Todoist. I've been using to do, but I've heard of Todoist. Yep. Todoist is really good. Yeah. I like it. You like it. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, you, you it's just part described the... my life right there. So, <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> But but it works, right? So um, I wake up early in the morning and I've taken to reading. You know, um, I, I wake up sometimes between 5 and 5.30, sometimes between 5.30 and 6. I'm almost always up before the kids are. So um, I'm reading in bed. I got myself a nice little nightlight in the nightstand and I wake up, roll over, turn on the light and, and start reading. You're reading an OCG? Um, 
Like, are you reading? No, um, I, I've been reading. Um, I, I finished uh, Make It Stick. Now I'm reading mm. um, Network Automation and Programmability. Cool. Because um, I started it and then I, I got pulled off to do some other stuff. So now I'm going back to finish it. Um, and then when I sit down at my laptop, um, you know, I might write a blog article or I will do Python coding. Um, I've been doing a lot more Python coding. I, 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 you know, at your recommendation, Andy, I signed up for the Kirk Byers free Python course. Hmm. And so I've been working my way, you know, through that. How's that and going? So I, I only pick like, uh, it's, it's going really well. I'm actually like really, it? really enjoying it. Okay. Um, so I, I only have like three or four things, you know, I've got a book, a couple of activities that I want to focus on. And until I take one of those three things off my plate, I don't start another one. Hmm. So I just okay. interleave those those things, and then after I finish one, then I can start the next. Like I really wanted to read the the network automation programmability book, but I told myself I'm not going to crack that open until I finish make it stick. Gotcha. Okay, one okay. book at a time. Well, so you, I'll, I'll so do two self discipline. I'll do two, two books, books at, at a time. time. Like I'll okay. do the network automation programmability, and I'm going to crack the yeah. data center core book here soon. Gotcha. But I'm not going to open up any more books until I finish one of those. Hmm. It's so counterintuitive to me that by studying multiple subjects, it's going to help us. Like it's still exploding my brain and I still don't <laughs> believe it. I'm going to do it and I know it's going to work because it's science-based and all that. And so what, one, of the, out, one of the big drivers in Make It Stick too is linking stuff you're learning to stuff you already know. Hmm. And so okay. the more that you're you're looking at, you can make those connections. Oh, so you're saying like if you if you learn one little new topic about maybe a bigger subject that you already know pretty well, you're it's just it's just a little thing that you're adding on to it rather than a big right. a mountain that you're trying to get over. Right. Okay. Like I, you know, I already understand how this works, and now I'm learning this new thing, and they work pretty similarly, uh, and so you can kind of make connections that way. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, and so because the DC automation exam is on my path, like. I want to make sure that I'm really working on my network automation. So when I get to the DC automation, I can make those connections like, oh, I already know this about network automation and this Makes is how sense. DC auto you know, applies. Mm. Gotcha. I would love so, to go for data center because <laughs> yeah. I manage data centers and uh, yeah, man. I that think stuff that would might, be really you know, helpful. After looking at the blueprint and like hearing you talk about your job, I'm like, this, this sounds like it's right up Andy's path. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, need, I need to do that. Now, if I get they, all this stuff done, I'll do that at the end. <laughs> do you have any like cloud stuff in that data center one? Um, are there, you know, from the, from the little bit that I've looked at the blueprint, um, I think that the only cloud, uh, that they really talk about is like some of the data center stuff that can, you know, connect to multiple data centers and, I gotcha. and monitor those. Like I don't, there's nothing like, you know, Azure or anything on like that. ACI or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I gotcha. or, or just like the high level benefits of cloud versus on-premises and, mm. and how to connect the two. I gotcha. Um, and then numerous, numerous personal goals. You know, I'll definitely echo what what Dan said. I've, I've definitely put on some weight this year after working so hard to take some weight off uh, last year. So I want to get back to a uh, better, better lifestyle, being a little bit healthier. Um, <laughs> so I don't know about you guys, but we've been home so much. I have done some renovations at my home. There you go. And, oh boy. Um, <laughs> my my downstairs basement, I have like a shop area downstairs in my basement, and that place is trashed because of all the projects that I've, you know, started here and there and everywhere. Uh, and so I, I got to clean my basement. <laughs> there's right. there's some stuff I got to, uh, you know, I want to sell. There's some stuff I got to get out of there because um, last year, some friends gifted me a, a heavy a heavy bag for boxing. Nice. And I hung it up from a rafter in my basement and I started working it one day and my wife screamed at me. She's like, what are you doing? You're <laughs> shaking the whole right? kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I got to make some room downstairs. Um, 
I have a, a big workbench that I, I built. Um, I want to get rid of it because I have like the house came with like another workbench in there. Okay. Um, and so in its place, I will put a stand that will hold the heavy bag rather than me hanging it, you know, from the ceiling. Okay. Um, so I, I got a lot of stuff going on. It sounds like you guys got a lot of stuff going on and, um, we're, we're very quickly coming up on the end of our episode, but, um, are, are there methods that you guys use to like keep track of all these moving parts? Like how, how do you do that? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Keep track of all the goals. There are different ways. Is that what you mean? So what? What's that? Keep track of all the goals. Is that what you mean? Like all the stuff. Well, we just keep, keep track like... of all the goals, but like, how do you know you're making progress on this stuff? Hmm. Yeah. Andy, how do you know? I haven't passed a certification test in so long. <laughs> I am not making progress. I mean, that that's the ultimate litmus test, right? I, uh, but but I I, th- I think that passing the certification is is the the long term goal right like so so how do you know you're working towards that incrementally? to me it comes down to discipline and what that looks like for me is I'm doing what I say I'm going to do yeah um so if I'm studying three to five days a week my cloud stuff and I'm studying three to five nights a week my CCMP for me that's my barometer. Now, how long it's going to take me and when I pass the exam, that's all, you know, for, for me, just kind of out the window. Like as long as I keep doing that and I have that discipline and I'm doing it, I know I'll achieve that goal. Don't know when, but that that's, I don't really have a system or anything fancy or just, I, I have to do what I said I'm going to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, like tonight would be a perfect example. If I'm up till one in the morning after we get off and I mess around and do some stuff tomorrow, I'll be too tired to get up and work out. I won't study for cloud. So to me, it always comes down to discipline. Am I going to get to bed at a decent time? Am I going to get up and, and do what I said I'm going to do? That's where yeah. I struggle usually. Yeah. Yeah. I make I make promises. I have plans. And then I'm up late one night and it screws me up for two days. So like, Yeah, and I don't know about you guys, but when I get behind on like studying and, and I don't feel like I'm getting accomplished, like, dude, that's stress at another level right there for me. Um, it just, I go into like almost like a shutdown mode, uh, and just want to give up on it. Cause it's kind of like what we were talking about before, uh, you get overwhelmed with how much you have to get that, that you have to do. And like you were talking about, you just sit at your laptop and you're just like, uh, like, I don't know what to start on because it's just, there's too much. Right. And yeah. And so I think, yeah, for me is if, if I had like, Hey, this week I want to nail down a certain concept. And if I don't nail that down, then I know I'm not, I'm not making progress. Right. And so I think, I think for me is definitely if I, if I put an objective on the board, I'm like, Hey, I want to, you know, learn whatever this is. Uh, and then by the end of that week or into the next week, I'm starting to really understand that subject. Then I feel good. I feel like, Hey, I'm actually accomplishing this, you know? And, uh, and so I, I don't know if that fully answers your question or not, but, um, I, I think it does, and it's along the same lines as how I've started to approach things. You know, I, I used to have information overload. Um, I used to get anxiety about studying because you, there was always this this part of, or, or or starting any project for that matter, because it was always like, I need to dedicate hours to this, and I don't have hours right now. I got like maybe five or ten minutes, and then I don't do anything. I just, you know, screw around, chat with people, whatever, and don't accomplish what I set out to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you build a house? One brick at a time. How do you eat? A gigantic meal, one bite at a time, um, and How so you put your that's pants on me, one leg at a time. That's right, <laughs> uh, and and so that's the approach that I started taking, like cleaning the basement. I go down to the basement a number of times every day. We have our washer and dryer down there, um, and so every time I take a trip down there, 
I put something away. You know, I go down to kick over the laundry. I, I put something away. I, is, is that uh, habit stacking right there? Maybe. I don't think it's habit stacking in the way that Andy talked about <laughs> it, though. Yeah. I, I think it's just me, like, you know, rather than going down there and looking at the basement and going, oh, my God, what a huge effing mess this is. I don't have time to deal with it right now. And then not dealing with it. It's as I pass through, I just put something away. And right. I've done this the last couple of weeks, and and the basement already looks like a different place than it was before I started this new habit. Nice. So almost like slow and steady wins the race, right? If you just chip yeah. away little by little, one day you'll turn around and that basement will look great. Like when we yeah. get off of here, I can spend 10 minutes in the OCG, and if I get two or three flashcards created, it's a win. Yeah. Because I'm just doing little bit by little bit. Yeah. You know? And that's what it's been with like reading the books. Like I, I used to want to like – carve out a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour to like sit down and read the book. You know what? I, I've realized I can't do that. You know, right. I, I have competing priorities, you know, life, kids, whatever the case may be, stuff I got to do. It's reality. So when I wake up in the morning, I read for 20 minutes. If I have time throughout the day, I'll pick up my book and read for a little bit. And I've already crushed one book and I'm already halfway through another one. You know, I'm not yeah. sitting down and reading for hours on end. It's 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's less than one minute. <laughs> you got I, a sentence I, in. <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There, I literally, I, I read my paragraph, uh, read a paragraph earlier. I, I was going to sit down to, to read for a little bit more than that. I got a paragraph in and I had to go do something else. Yeah. Um, but we yeah, talked like, about it on another episode. If you put 20 minutes a night in three nights a week, that's an hour you wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah. It doesn't totally. see, yeah. because I fall under that you know, stupid thing of like, well, I got to dedicate two and a half hours and get through these three OCG chapters. Like, so I don't do anything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Put 20 minutes in. Well, and I think there's something to be said about that too. Uh, In one of our episodes with Zig, we were talking about how did he knock out like, was it, what was it like two CCIEs like within three or six months or something like that of each other? And he said, he made a good point about how it's, there's sacrifice, right? Like if you, if you take, you know, three months to get your CCIE, something's got to give. Right. And so for him, it was health, sleep and family time, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I for me, that's not an option. I'm not doing that. And and so the path of like what you're talking about, AJ and Andy, about, you know, you know, take take 20 minutes a night and try to, you know, either create some more flashcards, get a couple of, you know, paragraphs down maybe a couple pages uh out of a book or something like that get that knocked out i think that's small wins for me go a long way um i i know personally like whenever i do knock something out like that dude i feel so good i it, oh yeah it's a it's like a, a dopamine hit almost it, it, it absolutely feels, it feels good whenever like i bet whenever you walk down there in your basement and you've noticed that it's already changed i mean that has to feel good right like absolutely yeah. And it creates momentum, right? Like yeah, momentum. my garage, like my garage that. is like your basement. My garage is a hot mess. Oh, right? yeah, mine's like I can never, freaking bomb went off in there. <laughs> I need a screwdriver and I'm out there cursing. Like, where is my, <laughs> like, I just can't find anything. But my, my, my in-laws got me this, I have a pegboard that isn't in use and they got me this little hook system and oh, yeah. you, know, yeah, you yeah. can't see this and our that. people can, you may not, but, and it's all out of focus. But anyway, I spent an hour out there putting these things up and I got some things hung up. But now when I go out there, instead of having that feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't stand this garage. And I'm like, oh, okay. I can see some of the progress. It makes me want to go out there and work on it more, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yep. So yeah, making that little bit of progress, that 20 minute win makes you like, you get that dopamine hit and then you can chase the next one. Yeah. You know? So like, I, I want to clean my garage now. <laughs> like that's a big deal for me because <laughs> I don't like going out there. But because I made a little bit of progress yeah. is why I want to do more. So there's something to that. I think so i think yeah i think absolutely i think uh any advice for 
viewers or for me personally is like trying to make I, I don't try to make like huge goals and like a mountain of a goal and like that be the the task I guess you want to say I like setting up a lot of little ones and as I yeah, you like, have to right yeah like, and, like, and so, yeah, getting the cert is the end goal but what do you got to do to get there? Right. Yes, exactly. And and I think Andy said it perfectly. It's the momentum, right? So once, once I start knocking out one, two or three goals right there, I start feeling really good. And then it's like, dude, I want to knock out four five and six. And, uh, it, it definitely the, the snowball effect, right? Um, it, it definitely is a thing for me. So I, and the longer you don't, the worse it feels like when I wasn't studying oh, at all. Yeah. It just got worse and worse, and the thought of studying made me sicker and sicker to my stomach. Yep. So it, it the inverse is true too. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's interesting because the recently the you know when we talk, you you talk more about oh I studied this, I made some flashcards, I'm doing this now. Well, has anything like changed home life? Like your kids are still home, they're still remote learning. You're you know you're working from home, your wife's working from home. Has anything talking to, changed? Ta- talking to Keith. Yeah. So what? What was that? Ta- talking to Keith Barker. Something about oh, okay. that conversation we had with Keith clicked something in me. Just kicked you yeah, right in the butt, huh? You know, <laughs> I've been listening. I've been listening to that guy for so long in my studies and getting to talk to him. He dropped so much wisdom and so much yeah. knowledge. But when when he when Keith Barker held me accountable, when he called us out and said, "All right, I'm going to call you guys out. What are you going to do, Andy? And I'm going to check on you next week." I mean, if I got Keith Barker following up on me. I, I, I better, I better do it. Like, you know what I mean? I can't let Keith down. Like everybody knows Keith, you know? So yeah, who's that? Yeah, guy? It was, it, right. It was just something about talking to Keith clicked something in me. And, and I, because it is all excuse. It is, and it is all BS and we're all busy and you can find 20 minutes. And I think, I think marrying AJ's hack, which he's been telling me forever with Keith's calling me out saying, what are you going to do? Once I said, Keith, I'm going to study 20 minutes a day, five days a week. I've been doing it ever since. I took a couple of days off for Christmas, but I've been doing it ever since and it's been working. So it's a, it's a good question, AJ. It's a great question because for six months I've been complaining I don't have the time and now I'm doing it. What changed? I don't know. Keith lit something in me. Oh, your, your approach changed. You know, I, th- I think just like everybody else, you had that anxiety when it came to studying. Like, I don't have an hour to study. Well, my, and my ways never worked. You know what I mean? I put yeah. in all this time and all this effort and all this writing and I fail. So it's like, why in God's name... You know, there's where imposter syndrome comes for me. Like, I, I'm not good at this stuff. I don't know why I can't pass exams. But this podcast really in our community and all these tidbits of everything we've talked about and all the science of it and, you know, the interleaving and space repetition and the dickas and the end of chapters and how to use boson, which you said tonight. Like, every time I talk to you guys, there's something else I pick up. And it's, it, again, more momentum. I feel like I'm getting more and more tools that I can implement easily that, I really think based on your guys' experience is going to change my outcomes this year. Oh yeah. I, you know, I, I know it will. Know and that's will. just going to light a fire. I mean, I'm just going to want to be, you know, the AJ and Aaron cert guy. Cause <laughs> you know, you guys have had all these secrets we didn't know about Dan. They, they've been holding out on us. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, no, we no, waited until we were on here before me, you started sharing it with us. <laughs> <laughs> they've been this killing is, it. And they're like, they felt bad for us. I used to do a us. lot of the same things. Like you, you were saying, yeah. like I used to highlight, I used to fill notebooks and I realized like, yeah. I rarely went back to review my notes. Yeah. I right. rarely went back and reread the book. So it was pointless to highlight. So now I spend more time reading the content and making more progress because you'd read a little bit, you'd stop and take some notes or you'd watch a little bit of video and you'd stop and take some notes, you know, like kind of thing. I just don't do the notes anymore and I get through more content. And then right. I spend more time questions, you know, answering questions like doing the flashcards or doing the boson or, or the Ditkas or, 
you know, end of chapter questions. And that's, that's what's helping like reinforce this stuff for me. And I'm feeling a lot better about what I'm learning. I'm having more success as, as you know, we've seen this past year. Um, and it's, it's been a game changer, man. I'm telling you. That's awesome. If you're doing this, I know you're going to see some better results. And it's the power of the community. If we weren't having these conversations, if we weren't talking to each other, if we weren't vulnerable saying, well, this isn't working, that's not working, you know, me making a fool of myself week in and week out, how you doing it? You got kids like, but it, it's all really culminated to this point of, of like, okay, I've exposed my weaknesses and I've been shown better ways to do it. And now it's, it's up to me to implement. So it's really, you know, if, if I wasn't plugged into the community, I'd still be doing what doesn't work thinking yeah. that, you know, I'm not smart enough to do this stuff. So I'm pumped. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I love Not it. Not really. I like a Not good really. underdog story. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to pass an exam this year, or maybe two. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, I, I think we have definitely hit our, our time here. We're going to have to edit this uh, episode up a little bit, uh, slice and dice. But uh, any any parting thoughts before we uh, bid everyone adieu here? <sighs> just appreciate everybody listening and getting on the Discord. Where, where Are we past 800 now on Discord? It's got to be close if it's not past 800 already. I'm going to check. I have to look. Because uh, it's just awesome how much this community has grown. Oh, <laughs> 798. Sa- 798. <laughs> 798. Yeah. So very, very close to ha- hitting uh, 800 uh, Discord members. And it's crazy how active that community is. I swear, if if I Wait, get... There's three very active study groups right now. Yeah. Encore. Encore is getting ready to fire up. There's a, a DevNet slash Ian Auto study group. There's a CCNA study group going on right now. Um, those guys are, are very, very active. Uh, I, I love it. I really love it. I mean, this this is, you know, this was the vision when uh, when we started this thing, right? Like bring people together. Like at any given time, there's ton, tons of people studying for these things. Let's, let's get them all together. You know, accountability, sharing the knowledge. That's what it's about. Yeah. So if, if you are not in our Discord, you should definitely join our Discord. What's the what's the name, AJ? It's all about the journey. We could put a link in the show notes to that. There is a link at short. the bottom of every okay. show note for cool. every episode. There's yeah, like makes... four or five links I stick at the bottom of every uh, uh, show notes. So just if you're on your mobile, pull up the episode. The show notes are right there. Scroll all the way to the bottom. You will see links to our website, our Twitter account. And uh, definitely the link to join the discord is right there as well. So yeah. So no more excuses. There. Join the discord. <laughs> yeah. My but, parting thought is go help somebody. Yeah. I've gotten yeah. so much help here. And even if you're, you know, if you don't think there's anybody you can help look around, you know, help somebody. When I was a cable guy, there was guys I could help that just got hired as a network engineer. I, I can help people. We're helping people here. Just fi- find somebody to help. It's, that's, that's what I would say. Cause the community just keeps growing and improving and, you know, I go help somebody. That's, that's my, uh, it's my soapbox statement. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I yeah. love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great week. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Later. Hey everyone. This is AJ. If you like what you heard today, then make sure you subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcatcher. Smash that bell icon to get notified of all of our future episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Art of NetEng. That's Art of N-E-T-E-N-G. You can also find us on the web at artofnetworkengineering.com, where we post all of our show notes. You can read blog articles from the co-hosts and guests, 
and also a lot more news and info from the networking world. Thanks for listening.